0: Hey, look, I'm really excited about this week's podcast. Somebody we haven't had on before, somebody who most people in the fitness industry will know who it is. Keegan Thornhill is here. How are you, mate?
1: Yeah, I'm really well, man. How
0: are you? I can't wait for this one. This one will be fun. I've had a lot of people asking to get you on. It's time. Let's rip in. Welcome to the Body Science Podcast. As always, the information contained in this podcast is for the information purposes only and is not designed to diagnose or be prescriptive to treat, prevent or manage any injury, disease or other health-related condition. (laughs) Welcome to Body Science HQ, the world of fit, happy, healthy. I'm going to chuck on the end of that, indomitable crew. That's a big word.
1: Indomitable crew, yeah, it's a mouthful.
0: It is a mouthful, mate. How did that come about?
1: Well, indomitable, it means like he who can't be subdued or overcome. So me and my business partner, we have kind of had a bit of a rough go over the past. So it kind of just become a word we really related with and started the, what we call the indomitable movement, which is pretty you know, trying to get that whole mentality of overcoming obstacles and sort of bringing that athlete mindset to a lot of people.
0: I love that. So there's no missed sessions at your place, I'm assuming?
1: No, nah, man, Never. <laughs>
0: So, for those people out there that aren't aware of what you're at, you're you're a body recomposition and mindset specialist. Is that is yep. that a good way to put that? That's
1: a way to put it, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so <laughs> what what does that particularly mean?
1: Well, I don't think anyone really knows, man. Um,
0: and that's, that's why you're an expert, and that's why you'll always be able to charge. And I congratulate you on that. For anyone out there who's looking to start a business, that is a good strategy to start with.
1: Yeah, create your own niche. That's how you do it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, well, I got into like the whole bodybuilding world and then become a body recomposition specialist. So obviously, that's just manipulating people's body composition through training, nutrition, supplementation, and all that. And then over the years, started to realize that one of the biggest factors limiting a lot of people was actually their mindset and the way they thought about themselves. So I sort of went down the NLP path, sort of started studying neuro-linguistic programming and that. Yep. And kind of just combine the two. So what we sort of do now is like, while we're sort of doing the training, nutrition, supplementation, we're trying to teach a lot of the sort of disciplines and the mindset around actually being an athlete and sort of mentoring people into adopting that kind of lifestyle, whether they happen to be an athlete prepper for stage or just a gen pop person that wants to be more successful in life.
0: And do you find a lot of gen pop coming to you these days to, to set new goals and... And create some change for themselves.
1: Yes, yeah, definitely. So at first, we kind of used to have a bit of a reputation more for being athletes, but. I'd say over the especially last two, three years, a lot more gen Pop start to relate with our message because they've tried everything before. They've tried the fad diets. They've tried all the quick fixes and just realized it didn't work. And the methods that we preach, you know, it's hard work. You've got to stick to food. But, hey, it's actually worth it. They tend to start relating to. So, yeah, we've, put, we've got about four coaches on our team. So, sort of coach anywhere from three to 350 people.
0: Wow. Let's say well
1: done. about Yeah, thanks. So, about 30, 35% of them probably athletes that we prep for stage. Yep. And then the rest of them all, the gen pop that you know, even though they mightn't be an athlete prepping the stage, we refer to them as athletes, we get them to treat themselves like athletes and kind of just adopt that way of life.
0: That's a great mindset. That's always been our theory here at Body Science too, mate. Everyone's an athlete. Some phase, obviously, we don't have the accountability button you've got, and that's great because do you find that having that, that mindset, like indomitable crew, that mindset is, if you're joining us, there is an accountability clause here that you are going to stick to. And is would that be a lot of your success?
1: Yeah, I'd say a lot of it's trying to teach people just to own the shit.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, like, right.
1: like we understand that, you know, for someone that's never sort of trained, never sort of dieted, they're not going to nail it straight up. Like They're going to be a lot of screw-ups. But as long as they own it, we can then show them ways to work around that. So a lot of what we do is we call people on their bullshit and just keep trying to educate them as well here's how we upgrade here's how we like look for the opportunities to grow from this
0: i love that i love it so how do people reach out to you if they do want to jump on
1: yeah well like you know you've got instagram man instagram's our big one so you got myself i'm the recon pro on instagram and then we've got our team page the indomitable crew where people can find us on there all four of us coaches sort of run that page or there's my page which i run that they can sort of have a chat we line up a phone call or something
0: and are all coaches aligned with the same skill set or do you all have a varying skill set so that you can cater to more people how does that work
1: we all sort of we've got the same like base that we sort of stick to but then we kind of all specialize in our own little area so <laughs> uh, myself and James we're the head coaches here so we do all the athletes so we prep I probably have the most disciplined type approach I demand quite a very high standard for those that I work with James sort of relates a lot more to the hard gainers and stuff like that then we got Hayden and Harley that are more I hate the word transformation specialist but it's kind of what they are they sort of work with our gen pop people sort of with a watered down approach, what me and James use with the athletes. So obviously using similar mythology when it comes to the training and nutrition, but just a little bit easier approach that they can kind of build up to a more and more disciplined approach.
0: Man, I love it. And look, I'll be really honest. I think success is built on those on the premise of what you're talking about. So congratulations on um, having the the vision to take that approach because there's a lot of people out there that struggle in this industry too because they're just trying to get that next dollar. And it looks mm-hmm. to me like you're just as quick to say you're probably not the right person to having the right people on board. Well,
1: yeah, I think that was always a big thing that sort of cracked me off a little bit about the industry. Like everyone just chasing the dollars, just trying to be a specialist to everything. Yep. Whereas we kind of really found our niche, like, you know, we're, we're here to create athletes. Uh, if you want to look better you know be stronger uh, have a better mindset we're the team if you want to sort of be able to run 5k's or do a marathon we're probably not the guys for you because you won't ever catch me running
0: (laughs) (laughs) i love it look speaking about you you brought it up do you want to go through a little bit about your bio and who you are and what brought you to where you are in life right now
1: I've been in sports my whole life. I used to be quite a high-level swimmer. I swim at the 2008 Olympic trials. Mm-hmm. used to actually have an eating disorder when I was a kid. So I'm a quite a heavy, heavy person. Like even at the height of my eating disorder, I was about 85 kilos, which is quite heavy for most. For me, it was, yeah, I was very sick and ill. And got into the gym because I was 18 at the time, realized that the guys with muscles were picking up the chicks, thought that would, <laughs> that'd be the way I'd go. Got in lifting, played a pretty high level of rugby, then moved down to Melbourne when I was about 25 and got involved in the fitness industry, PT, and that, and realized that I probably couldn't play rugby because I'd injured myself. Had a couple of guys at the gym that did bodybuilding. So I said, all right, let's give it a crack. Did my first show and just fell in love with that sort of lifestyle. I've been bodybuilding ever since, really.
0: Nice. So, mate, are you, are you sort of saying the whole journey started from you hitting rock bottom? Is that is that where you're at? In? in oh, yeah,
1: I'd probably I'd say I've hit rock bottom probably more often than most. I'm quite an extreme personality type so Uh, said had the eating disorder went from one extreme to another where I went from trying to get as skinny as possible to trying to get as big as possible I have worked in the past a lot with people recovering from eating disorders and that and one of the things I tell them is it's something you never really recover from we kind of just change the focus of it so rather than getting them to stop focusing on being skinny we kind of retarget their obsession into a more healthy way so when I had my eating disorder it was quite an unhealthy obsession everyone was worried but once I started directing it to let's get as big and strong as possible no one had a problem with it I'd say it's the same obsessive type habit but you know in a way that's actually allowed me to move forward in life so i had that probably uh, built to quite a decent level of success as an athlete and a coach and then about three years ago kind of had my next rock bottom which was going through a pretty nasty separation and having to walk away from two companies and start again and that's when the abdominal movement was actually created me and james we used to work together lost our companies kind of had an industry kind of that I'd upset quite a bit. I was quite a controversial person up until that. I spoke very strongly of my views. A lot of people didn't like it. Had an industry that was kind of cheering that I'd hit rock bottom and me and James decided to see it as an opportunity to really show what we'd sort of learned with the mindset type stuff and completely rebuild a brand from scratch. and that's how he designed the Indomitable crew.
0: I love it. I absolutely love it. So, what brought that reputation into play? What were you like for those people out there that, and everybody wants to hear your story because you're successful, mm-hmm. and we all want to know what that magic pill is, and we all you and I both know there isn't one, but we we try and talk about some of the things that happened to you too that were your magic pill moments. What helped you rebuild your reputation from that second rock bottom? You talked about, you obviously, you'd had an emotional breakup. That, that's tough to lose. Your business is a, is a second level mm-hmm. on that. But you, there was something about you, something in you that rebuilt that reputation to get 350 clients. Like That's an amazing story.
1: Yeah, man. I, really, I, I just didn't see it as any other option. Like I, I had a son at the time, really kind of, you know, like most that hit that kind of situation, situation feel like a bit of a failure and you're like well man what are you going to do about it i can sit here and cry about it and do nothing and you know be a failure or i can bury myself in work and actually build something to be proud of and that's what we did i, I chose to look at the rock bottom as an awesome opportunity to sort of build from with no attachments to a past so up until that time as I said i'd been quite controversial in that and having had to leave two companies and start from scratch I'm like I, I can be anything I want here I can build whatever brand me and James can sort of sit down and build whatever kind of legacy we want there's nothing holding us back and we kind of just ran at that opportunity and obviously that come with challenges but you, know, you just run at those challenges and make it work
0: I love it I love it hey team it's Greg from Body Science here the Hydroxyburn Shred is back on shelf it's our new therapeutic has all the taste and if you're looking for a better thermogenic we've really pushed for the pursuit of a better thermogenic full disclosure on the labelling What do we mean? Caffeine levels have changed. We all know the rules have changed. The ingredients have changed. The claims have changed. We have a clean label with premium quality ingredients for you. So what does that mean for you? You can look at things like metabolism, energy, sugar metabolism, fat metabolism, cognitive function, thyroid, and just general health and well-being, and it's all on the label. If you're taking a fat burner now and it doesn't say it on the label, have a look at it and go, why? Get on board. Do you think these days when you're, obviously, I want to have a chat to you about some of the keys to, you know, body recomposition, like what do you think are some of the formulas here we need to look at? Do, do you bring your your time at hitting that bottom? I know I'm harping on it, but it's such a topic that people people want, like you said, there's a lot of people are happy to see me fail. You see that all the time in this industry and every industry, and it's just, a, we're humans, we just naturally think that way, which is devastating, but we also support the underdog. Yep. So do, do you think that you bring a lot of that story that you went through into, your, some of the keys to people's body recomposition?
1: Yeah, definitely. So like the guy that I actually did all my NLP certification and that through, he he joined our team to see how we use the mindset stuff through the fitness and body recomposition. It was an approach that he hadn't really seen before. And really like a, a lot of the quotes that we use where athletes to try to get them to align with our message and that is we got quotes like standards over feelings, which pretty much means nice. it doesn't matter what emotional state you're in. Like, you know, there's a standard we hold ourselves to. And these are all the kind of lessons we try to teach in the way we stick to a diet and in the way we train like you know no emotional eating out of the fridge like we need to learn that that, that emotional craving for shitty foods it's not going to serve. Let's hold ourselves to that standard. So as we're sort of teaching these disciplines through the food and nutrition, people are actually adopting them in life. So we really bury ourselves in that. And I'm a big believer in like, you know, as a coach, my number one role is to be a role model. So I've got to set such a high level of standard that I don't expect people to live up to the standard I hold myself to. But if I can hold such a high standard, it gives people to keep inspiring something to look up to.
0: Nice. What are some of the things that you're doing when somebody signs up with you to change? What are some of these standards that you're putting in play, just the basics that people can go through and get their head around. Oh wow, I don't do that in my business, or I could do that better, or gee, I don't have that in my life. What type of things are you looking at as the, as the keys to success?
1: Um, well, said so the self accountability is a big one. Yeah. Like trying to teach people that like, your responsibility for your own results. Like as a coach, I'm here to give you the information, but if you don't stick to it, I can't help. So a lot of it's trying to find steps that they can commit to. At first, The big thing I'd say is people need to be more realistic with themselves. Like the what they're willing to sacrifice. Is that enough to get to the level they want? Like we see this all the time, especially with athletes. Athletes want to be able to become a pro athlete, but they want the freedom of just eating whatever they want. It's like, not going to happen. We need to be a bit self aware of that. I'm not going to tell someone they need to stick to a diet as strict as I am, but if you want to be a pro athlete, you're probably going to have to. So that, that would probably be the biggest thing we expect from people just the self accountability and the, the, the self responsibility of owning their own shit.
0: Is, is there a big, is there a big gap between the fitness competitor and the everyday person that comes in and what what they're actually looking for?
1: Not really. Like, not as much as you would think, eh? Like, Mm. it's a high level of standard and a high level of commitment needed, but- they all have the same problems. Like, you know, the, the problem that the overweight person's having with the emotional eating, athletes are having too. It's just on more of an extreme. So I'd say they're a lot more similar than they all think. And that's why we've kind of approached the gen pop people like athletes too, trying to get them to move that athlete status. It's the same problem, just on a bigger scale.
0: I love it. And do you, do you find that you're having a great connection between people that come to you just to change their lives, are then looking at what's the next step for me? And they are getting into that competitive stage.
1: Yeah, definitely. So we get a lot of people that come, like three weeks ago, we had an athlete step on stage that's gone and lost 60 kilos.
0: Wow, and congratulations.
1: So we have a lot that come on, they sort of hit a certain point, like, you know, they might come on and just go, hey, look, I just want to feel confident I mean, it's next summer. Like, sweet, let's do it. They get there and they see a couple of athletes, they see what's involved and they like, you know what, I wouldn't mind giving that a crack. So that's a big thing we're trying to always challenge a lot of the people we work with. Like, there's never an end date with this. Yeah. Like, you're not just trying to lose 20 kilos and then you stop. Like once you hit that 20 kilos, we want to try to test people like what's next? Like are we trying to grow more muscle? Are we trying to get even leaner? Like what's the next step? It might even be a lifting goal where they might want to hit a certain strength on a deadlift PR or something, but constantly be chasing that progress. It's a big thing that we're always encouraging everyone to do.
0: I love it. I love it. Mate, so is there, from a business perspective, let's talk about your business for a while. Is it something that is going to stay Victorian? Is it, so if I'm a young trainer and I'm, I'm aspiring to grow my brand along with your brand is that something people can do or is it a close shot bad luck jog on what is it
1: yeah man we're, 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 just so often <laughs> like we're, we're getting a lot of pressure at the moment from a lot of people to try you know move into state yep. set up multiple locations really me and don't think it's a wise move for us mm-hmm. like our our brand's kind of really known for the reputation we have yep. and the, the culture that we've created within our team like when we go to shows like you, you can always tell our team apart because they all get along with really worked hard on creating like a team environment which is i think something that massively lacks in the fitness industry like especially in the competing scene like everyone goes there everyone's desk there on each other no one talks to each other and we just <laughs> want to just kind of scrap that And we're all here for the same reasons like i don't care if i'm competing against you on stage like you've put in the hard work let's all just respect that so we've kind of got a really good culture like that and that only kind of works because we're in here so our goal is kind of more to expand so we've got a 440 square meter personalized training facility here that's decked out for our athletes with all specialty gear we're hoping in the next 12 months actually double the size of it so we've got 300 say we average between 300 to 350 people we've got four coaches on board now we've got a fifth coach starting in two weeks and really we want to get another three four coaches on board and you know double our membership base and just keep creating that sort of culture and spreading the vibes
0: i love it i love somebody who knows where they want to go and what they want to do too like it's uh it's refreshing to hear believe me look we're going to wrap up in a second but one thing is what what is the future of this fitness industry that we work in do you think Uh, where the fitness industry goes hmm oh,
1: who knows, man? <laughs> like, it, It's it's hard to tell because it, it's constantly changing direction. But I, I think the whole pandemic especially has exposed a lot of people to what the fitness industry was and that they were kind of trying to aspire for the wrong shit. And I actually see the fitness industry taking a much better turn now where, you know, it, it, people looking for quality over just, you know, the person that shows ass and tits on social media. Yeah. So I'm actually excited for the direction it's starting to take now. People are started to realize that there is a massive difference between following a social media follower and an actual coach that has knowledge they're starting to look towards the industry with uh, find the respectable coaches that are out there. So I'm actually kind of excited to see where the industry goes.
0: Oh, that's awesome here. You wouldn't believe how excited I am to hear that as well. So if they want to jump online and have a look at uh, who you guys are, Indomitable, that's I N D O M I T A B L E crew.com. That's your yep, that's website. Look, I can't thank you enough for coming on. I, I've really enjoyed the chat. I think this will be very popular with people. You are a renowned figure in that competitive space for the other people in fitness that um, aren't in that space. I think they're going to find what you said really refreshing and probably look with a new set of eyes on what is out there in coaching and in people and what's in it for them.
1: No, oh, well, I appreciate the opportunity to get on here, man.
0: Yeah, man, let's let's clock up again soon. We'll pick a new topic and we'll get another one going in the near future. How's that sound?
1: I look forward to it, man.
0: Cool. Hey, big shout out to your team. They are really well known for people who don't know and I congratulate you on the success success that you've built and I love somebody who didn't sit in the corner and cry and go poor me and said you know what let's go do this and you did it well done
1: I appreciate it thank you Awesome
0: thanks for coming on board
1: Yeah